Welcome to the Manor. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors, macabre manor of mead, metal, and mayhem. I'm Jody. And I'm James. Uh, damn it, I had a really good start. I lost it. <laughs> Son of a... I, was, I was actually trying to not say either yay or woohoo. And... Damn it, the peach of a one. And uh, I'll do it for the next one. I'll do it for <laughs> ghost stories. Although I don't know which order they'll come out in. So <laughs> as you're listening to this, you may be like, we know what you're doing, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you know, because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so Christmas time. Yay! Woohoo! Okay, uh, let's do that again. Yule time! Yay! There we go. <laughs> Xmas time. It's not Xmas. It's Christmas. X is a Kai in Greek letters, and that's what they used to write it as. Yep. Uh, so, if you remember from last Christmas time, Yule time, Saturnalia time, Kwanzaa time, Midwinter time. Solstice time. Hanukkah. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. <laughs> In my Christmas sock, I'm mashing up to holidays and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that almost rhymed. <laughs> Good enough for me. <laughs> Close enough for rock and roll. Tangent <laughs> uh, oh, alert. I'm going to steer clear of that. <laughs> so, uh, last Christmas, Yule, Saturnalia, fuck, I'm going to have to just screw it. Last midwinter, we, we we did a couple episodes on uh, Chris ghost stories at Christmas and beings and things and we had mentioned the wild hunt yeah uh, kind of vaguely how they come through from like August through after Christmas and especially during the 12 days of Christmas or maybe during November and you know they go through they, they barnstorm and you know Jody made an awesome joke and I'm not going to say it because you should all go back and listen to those episodes <laughs> yeah, it may be good for me to go back and listen to because I don't remember that. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it it pretty good. Um, okay. <laughs> and of course, now I have to go back and listen because I don't remember. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and I would like to point out that yes, I do know I mispronounced Mary Lewid in uh, the, the Mary Lewid episode because I'm American and I can't pronounce anything in any other language even when I study that language. <laughs> uh, okay, I was going to ask you how to pronounce it, but apparently we're not going to get that. So <laughs> we, we are not. And you know why? It was pointed out to me not long after that episode, and I looked it up then. And that mm -hmm. has now been 10 to 12 months ago. <laughs> yeah. So, nope, don't remember. It's still Mary Lewis. Well, it's, 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 it's Welsh, and Welsh is never pronounced the way it's spelled from what Not I've even. understood. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I, I thought Irish was bad. <laughs> well, Welsh is pronounced like it should be. It just doesn't oh, yeah. follow the English. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's, that's what I mean. It's, yeah. uh, if, 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 you're, if you're used to English and not Welsh and you see it spelled out, you're going to want to pronounce it the way the English would, and that, that's just not the way it's pronounced. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mentioned in the episode that I'd like to do it around my neighborhood. Uh -huh. And you said that I should not, or they may kill me. Uh-huh. I've decided that maybe this year I'm still going to do it, but I'm going to put flyers in everybody's mailbox and say, if you'd like to join me in the procession, there will be hot dogs, hamburgers on the grill, and beer at my house after we've tromped around. Nice. Now, I'm saying that as I've been drinking, and it seems like a good idea. Sober <laughs> me tomorrow may say no. <laughs> okay, so a little... Uh, before we get into what, what we're actually supposed to be doing this episode, off of what you were just talking about, 
<laughs> and I'm going to pronounce it the same way you did, the, the Mary Lewid. <laughs> Although this ties back in more with Halloween, um, I recently, uh, Criterion Collection, which I've we've talked about in other, in other episodes, they just released in October of this year, so 2019, Haxon, the Swedish film, uh, which basically I think translates to witchcraft. It's a, it's a ni- it's 1922 silent movie, uh, kind of a documentary, but with <laughs> very kind of. <laughs> well, it's it's yeah yeah it's it's kind of a documentary, but I, I I say kind of a documentary because they had to film everything in the studio because they didn't have <laughs> you know uh, people that they could actually go to and visit and and film this stuff, so they had to you know create these scenarios. But they show, I, I don't know, a witch's Sabbath or, or a, I don't necessarily want to call it a black mass, but, but they show one of these and in the background, they have a, a Mary Lewitt moving around. <laughs> they have the horse <laughs> moving around in the background. And I, I watched that and I went, I know what that is. <laughs> I, it's not supposed to be associated with, with, with witches as far as I know. <laughs> Or, or Germany, <laughs> or Germany, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was. It's in the movie. It's it's the the guys covered up with the blanket with the with the the horse skull. <laughs> no, it's probably Northern European in general. <laughs> I probably yeah, but it, it's a uh, it's a really cool movie. And uh, down the road, I think we're gonna probably do an episode on that movie. But um, so, but I, and I know I, I know there's another episode that may not have come out yet where we talked about the movie a little bit, but briefly. That's true, and uh, we talked about it last Halloween. Not not two months ago, Halloween, Halloween uh, 2018. Yeah. So you said uh, we 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 think Mary B. Mary Lewid is a Northern European thing. Yes. Do you know what else is a Northern European folklorist thing? Um, I there are a lot of them, but. To get back on track with the episode, <laughs> thank you, baby Loki. <laughs> <laughs> the Wild Hunt. Oh, sorry, hold on. Let's see. Let's see if I can do it better. Okay, well, is that a sick dog howling, or is that supposed to be a hunting horn? It can be two things. <laughs> <laughs> the hunting horn sounds like a sick dog howling. It's a, it's a wild hunt. It's a hunting horn and one of the dogs that doesn't feel like going out, but Odin made him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so getting on track <laughs> for, yeah. for of everything that's unholy. <laughs> we, we'd mentioned it last Christmas, a few things and said, we'd have to do a big episode mm-hmm. and mentioned it in a Halloween episode that we were going to do one this year because we'd mentioned it last Christmas of maybe doing one. And of course, I, I like folklore. Jody likes folklore. So we've, we've read yeah. these things. And I was thinking, yeah, yeah, we could do an episode. And I already knew there's a lot. And the more I read, like a fuckload lot. And, and then I'm reading, I'm like, well, how can I do this? I could talk about this leader of the wild hunt and this one and when it started and back here. And then it goes up to here. And then Jacob Grimm did this. And I realized there's not just a fuckload on the wild hunt. There's a fuck Titanic sized ship fuck load <laughs> i was i was gonna say fuck ton but okay Ooh, fuck ton <laughs> no i think you beat it with the other one <laughs> <laughs> so it's 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 a lot so i'm thinking because it's winter solstice time yeah that instead of doing shifting it by again making it not so good 
that it may be an ongoing series where we will pick a specific thing motif of the wild hunt motif yeah but here we'll just go into a little detail and make it a little creepy just a little spooky Ooh. for the christmas ghost stories thing yeah i like that yeah <laughs> well i've got a couple real stories of mm -hmm. people who saw the wild hunt and stuff so i'll just kind of talk about those and we'll talk a little bit we'll give you a flavor of the wild hunt Ooh, ooh, ooh! is it is it peppery yeah sure it's, okay, it's certainly not it's certainly not wet dog <laughs> oh wait yes it is <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Uh, okay if you would be interested in in knowing where i first heard where i first heard of the wild hunt i don't know if this is where you first heard of it sure clamor 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 tell us dungeons and dragons monster manual uh, it was uh, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons 2nd Edition Monster Manual. Huh. I don't know if it was in 1st Edition and may actually not, if it was in 1st Edition, may not have been in the Monster Manual. It may have been in Deities and Demigods. That sounds familiar. I think it's in yeah, Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think in 2nd Edition AD&D, they put it in the Monster Manual. Interesting. I know uh, Shadowrun had it as one of their special creatures also they did and yeah because I, I remember seeing it in D D, but i think it was i think it was shadow run because you ran shadow run and you kept making jokes that somebody was going to call the wild hunt on <laughs> i would never have done such a thing i deny everything that's factual <laughs> <laughs> so the wild hunt yes i think most people now just assume odin is sort of the leader of the wild hunt at least I, when i say most people i would say if anybody who's not in the folklore but knows about the wild hunt would say it they'd be like oh yeah that's odin right they probably would but i get the feeling you're going to say not necessarily not necessarily <laughs> <laughs> there there are many and sundry wild hunt leaders and that's why when we said it's a northern european thing that it really is there are wild hunt local regional wild hunt okay all over the place and i mean this started way 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 back uh i'm talking about son of a diddly i just had that note <laughs> uh -huh. not gonna do a lot of notes well, so it's it's not just a norse thing or a germanic thing no no okay. all over although it did start from what i can tell hundreds and hundreds of years ago so it started with ladies of the night which some people thought of witches and they they think maybe went to perkta but yeah it's uh all over the place, there's Odin, there's Gwynep Nud, and I'm mispronouncing it too because it's Welsh. Yes. So I'm just sticking with it, and I actually kind of know how to pronounce it, but even that would be off, so I might as well screw it. <laughs> um, there's uh, Hearn the Hunter, King Arthur. Uh, yes. Uh, the Devil is actually considered to be one of the leaders of the Wild Hunt. There's Fra Hall from Germany. I mean, there's all their male, female, uh, elves, the dead, just yeah. all sorts so see that's what we mean and then i'd like we barely just scraped the surface there so that's what we mean by there is a lot and one episode that would take three hours would still not cover it all so yeah maybe we'll pick specifically odin sometime or specifically gwyneth nudd sometime or you know whatever okay sounds but good to me i do have an interesting tale from orkney the isles of orkney up in scotland 
Yeah. Faroe Islands are the ones that were more Norse, right? No, uh, Orkney was also. The Faroe Islands were. But okay. so were the Orkney Islands. In fact, that's, remember, uh, Skull Splitter, we've mentioned in an episode yeah. that may or may not have come out, is named after a Norse leader of the, the island uh, okay. because uh, they had been settled by Vikings. Okay. And that, that's the neat thing about Orkney. Like some of those Scottish things have a very odd mixture of Scots and Norse because Norse, of yeah. the, the Vikings coming in. And, and so their wild hunt does look at Odin more than a lot of the other British Isle wild hmm. hunts. Cool. So my question to you is, should I do the accent? Why not? All right. So before I do the accent, I'm going to take a drink to get myself all ready for the accent. And, and because of this, I'm doubling up on the type of beer I'm drinking because it's Christmas ale from Bell's out of Michigan. But their Christmas ale is just a Scotch ale. A nice seven and a half percent heady, biscuity, toffee, caramely, peaty, malty Scotch ale. Like no Christmas spices, just a warming Scotch ale. I'm gonna have to look for that because I did not know that as that was exist that existed. All right. So since I, I told Jody a joke uh, before we actually started our episode, and it was supposed to be a, an American goes to Ireland, and I started doing an Irish accent, and I'm pretty sure by the end of it, I was doing Scottish. So, eh, bear, bear with me. If you're Scottish and listening to this, I'm assuming you have a great sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> and trust me, I would probably laugh my ass off at your American accent if you're making a joke. going to give this a shot, but to keep in happiness with the evil season that is midwinter. <laughs> Here is one of the things, stories, tales, that is supposedly true because it was written down as a folklore study thing. I, I do, I clean all these up, by the way, a little bit because, you know, when they write it, they do every word and sometimes they do the stutter and stuff. So, uh, it, uh, yeah, nobody wants that. Of the wild hunt in the Orkney Isles. All right. Telling this tale of my grandpa, who was a fisherman in the Orkney Isles. It was Christmas time, but the family still needed food. So he's going to go out and see if he could catch anything, even though it was frigid. He's going to see if he could get his boat out and go into the icy water. And my grandmother, she said, don't go, Bert, don't go. You know the eight-legged horse is about. Of course, that means Odin on his horse the eight-legged one when he goes galloping around because at Christmas time, he'll come for your soul. Uh, and I'm assuming that's one of those devilly old things you were talking about earlier. <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> but Bert, my grandfather, he went out anyway, and he's out, and it's starting to lightning, starting to flash, and he's starting to get a little worried, not for the wild hunt, but because he thought he's going to die. And suddenly he hears dogs howling in the distance, and he's not sure how because it's coming from the north and the north of whatever they're at is the sea. And he starts to become panicked and he tries to get the oars in. And he wasn't far out, but he's still panicked and he's trying to row back and row back and row back, but he doesn't seem to be getting anywhere. But he finally makes it back to shore. And there on the shore are dark shapes, some hounds and a man on a horse looking at him. And the man on the horse has a hood on his face and he can't see him, but of course he knows who it is. Odin, my grandpa says he'd never been so scared of his life. But Odin simply sits down a net, 
that's wiggling around a bit. And my grandpa and the lightning and the thunder and the lightning, and he could see this and he sees fish in it. Then they're gone, except the net, the baggy net is still there. And he's so thankful. He'd always heard that it's bad luck to see the wild hunt. So he takes the fish inside and my grandmother's cleaning him as he's warming up by the fire with the wee dram. And suddenly he hears a shriek from the kitchen and he goes in and there among all the fish was a human leg. <laughs> oh. oh, which, which is a thing that leads to some notes I have in here someplace, but I've looked through my notes enough. I'm probably not going to look much more, but they, they do that. The wild hunt, you have to be careful. If you see them, uh, the best thing to do is to run. Yeah. Hide your eyes. At least don't look at them. If you do, be bold, be brave, don't be an asshole, but don't ask for anything. Don't ask for anything in return if you help them. Mm -hmm. Don't say, hey, bring me something. <laughs> no, because a lot of times they may bring you a body part from whoever they happen to get. Ah. And sometimes that body part is cursed, which I, I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means you get sick when you eat it because, yeah, that, that's going to happen anyway. Yeah. Or, or if you can't get rid of it and you can't, I don't know. It just says it's cursed. Interesting. I think so. Uh, I was gonna say I've never I've I've never heard of the wild hunt because it didn't sound like the guy asked them for help. He was just out. He was trying to fish and he he needed the fish and he came back and there it was. Yeah. Well, it, because usually you know like 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 you said in the story, if you see them, especially it's not even so much if you see them. It's if they see you, <laughs> you're pretty much fucked. <laughs> right. Well, not not always. So. Not always, but you, you, you usually at least get drawn into it and must run with them, if nothing else. Yeah, that's a lot of the Germanic yeah. uh, and, and uh, Norse type of thing. Yeah, you run with them. If you're lucky, you'll return. Hopefully, they pass you by. But some of the others, uh, the Heliquin from France and some of the English ones, they're a lot different because you actually have wild hunts that are just processions of the dead, more or less, but they're still out walking and hunting. And sometimes they'll stop and talk and you recognize them from, because it, sometimes a wild hunt will be those who have died in the previous year. Yeah. So sometimes that's also just a procession of the dead of those who have died in the past year. There's some overlap. And, you know, sometimes if you just see the wild hunt, even if they don't see you, you might be doomed to die within the next year. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I'd like to point out that if you go back and listen to the Robert Plant folklore episode, we talked uh -huh. about Harry Knab. Yes. This is a regional aspect of the wild hunt. Said yeah. The devil's own huntsman. So sometimes it's not the devil, but somebody who was an asshole and the devil uses. <laughs> yeah. So go back and listen to that episode. Yeah. But also in that uh -huh. similar area, kind of, and by similar area, I mean, I mean England. <laughs> also in England, so we're going to move south just a wee bit, is Hearn the Hunter. I've heard of him. Uh, William Shakespeare from The Merry Wives of Windsor is where you first actually see it written down. And people do assume it's based off of a legend mm -hmm. that was extant at the time. Uh, Shakespeare's thing is really neat. It, it, it's not much, just nice. You can read it, Merry Wives of Windsor, just a few paragraphs, old tale about her and the hunter at mid-time. So it's winter time, still at midnight, walks around the oak with great ragged horns. And that's one of the stories I have, but this one's really not that good. All it is is uh, I'm not going to even do the English voice because fuck all. 
Uh, it's uh, simply a guy relating a story about how uh, his mom and dad did not let him go out in the woods or at, uh, not the woods, but out in his neighborhood at night because they lived in the area where Hearn the Hunter supposedly would come around. And of course he thinks it's because, you know, that as he's older, they just didn't want him out and about. But as a kid, they'd be like, yeah, because your dad saw him when he was a kid and he came after him and he barely escaped his life. And he'd show this big scar uh-huh. <laughs> on his stomach. And, you know, kid found out later it was a appendectomy scar. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, you know, so we've talked about that too folklore can be used you know in, in, oh, yeah. in two or three episodes where you use these things to scare people adults children whatever yeah what's not to, to do things that are safe and what they should do to not be dumb <laughs> well and that, you know that's what i was i was actually thinking that when i was uh speculating earlier and you know maybe like a pack of wild dogs and, and i i you know got to thinking is hey you tell people this story and i i mean seriously going out at night in the dead of winter kind of a dumb thing to do <laughs> a little bit yeah something you only do if you really have to yeah if, if you're out and otherwise you're probably doing something you shouldn't be and that's where you really get hosed <laughs> yeah so yeah I, I mean using it as a cautionary tale and and you know as, as, a, as a as a way of teaching people not to do stupid shit <laughs> uh, I, I could see that too now but the last one I was going to mention uh-huh are the elves, the fairies. Yeah. Because there's the Sluishi. And this bit, like everything else, gets confusing if you look stuff up online. Because, uh, so... What, what, what were they called again? The Sluishi. Slushies? Slushies. Yeah, you go ahead and call them slushies. <laughs> see what happens to you. As the Morgan uh, walks up and goes, what'd you call me, bitch? Uh, call, call yeah. You, called you ma'am? what i thought yes. Yes. <laughs> sorry mom <laughs> so the, the slushy slua she <laughs> uh-huh. slua, meaning host and she the elves yeah. uh, and it's weird because people will conflate this with different things because first uh there's the slua which are evil spirits of the dead who will come swooping through and take the soul of the new dead if you don't keep all the windows and doors to the western side of your house shut because they come from the west oh. then people say that's the slua she who are fairies the fey the she uh-huh. who take the form of crows and blackbirds and what's not and will come in and do that but then they also say well it's the same as the fairy host which is not true because the fairy host is more of a war band of the fairies but those also could be a wild hunt. <laughs> so there's some overlap. There's there's a lot of overlap, and certain names are starting to be used simultaneously for various things that probably shouldn't. But then again, yeah. I'm just happy when people know what any of this shit means. So you know what? That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, the Suashi, a nice story. So I'm going to take my last drink of my Christmas ale here, so I can do the accent. Yay! I just finished off my uh, my pumpkin head ale. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I still got one bottle left. <laughs> so, let's see I can get this with the accent and everything. Hi, my Aunt Mary died, and we put her to rest, and we're staying up with the corpse. Because back in the time, we couldn't always have them taken someplace where they'd be kept. So we had to keep them there for a while until the people could come get her. So we're staying up with her, and of course we have all the sheets on the meters 
and everything because you can't have the corpse, the spirit coming back. But anyway, we also made sure we closed all of the doors and the windows on the western side because that's where the fairies would come through. They'd come through in big ravenous groups like birds and ravens and they would try to take the soul. And so we shut everything up, but we're sitting there staying up with the corpse and we're having some porter because the funerals, of course, you, you got to have make sure you have whiskey and porter uh, because people don't want to think you're poor even when you are. So we're sitting there with Mary, my Aunt Mary, and she's a wonderful lady, but everything's shut up. But Joe had to go outside uh, to take care of something, and he did, and he left the door open. And a huge, huge howling wind came through and blew out all the candles. And we couldn't see anything, and a shriek came, and we could hear a lot of voices. And we suddenly didn't know what was going on, and we found the candle and a match, and we lit it. And as we come on, we all were frightened to death because Aunt Mary's body had sat up and was staring at us. And we thought it was a slew of she who'd come through. So we all hustle out of the house and try to chase it down. Uh, but when we come back, because we couldn't get it, all of us being sad and having many porters, there she was still. And we realized it had just been the rigor mortis, we think. <laughs> but to this day, my mother insists that her poor sister, Mary, her soul's been taken by the fairies because they came sweeping through because of her stupid brother, Joe, who left the door open. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a pretty awesome story. I love that one. I was, I was, I was trying to save it because it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> I, I like that. And uh, I like it because it's sort of this modern thing where like, oh, yeah, just rigor mortis. But, but maybe not. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, when, when was that story? Oh, uh, that is a collection of old Irish, like somebody went through Ireland just collecting these stories. Yeah. Uh, it was, wasn't published long ago, um, 10, 20 years, huh. if that. So it's, it's a modern collection. And of course, he's getting these stories from people and the people could be relating stories from, you know, decades ago. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of the Irish, I think, still from these stories, it sounds like a lot of them are still, and, and like in Iceland, you don't want to oh, fuck yeah. with the fairies or the elves. Yes, that's true, yeah. You know, because they'll pick your ass up and they'll steal your soul or they'll just take you on their hunt and drop you a mile away and you'll have to hike back and, yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate hiking back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, one more thing for me uh-huh. yes. is uh, I have a folklore friend who passed away recently, Eva Weigler, European, so I've never actually met her online as a Facebook friend, yeah. but we talked a fair bit. Uh, but she would translate Dutch stories into English and she has one wild hunt of the fallow lands and it's on hub pages oh cool very good it's evocative on a day when i was undertaking a lengthy journey and talks about how it has to stop at a house and then the hunt comes through very evocative very nicely written based on a dutch tale so the wild hunt of the fallow lands by eva weigler w-e-g-g-e-l-a-a-r fantastic if you get a chance, read it. Uh, you won't have anything new from her, but she's got a dozen or two on there, and they're all good. But this one has to do with the wild hunting. You should uh, put a link up on the Facebook page. I should. I should do that and link it in the show notes. Yeah. Oh, look. It's there. Oh, sweet. Yeah, we're, we're like Bill and Ted. <laughs> Dude, but if we come back and put the key there now, <laughs> the tape player. <laughs> Dude. Don't, don't forget the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> Aim for 
the cat, Evil Dead. <laughs> Sorry. It's number two. Oh, man. <laughs> my cat's on my lap. <laughs> they missed the cat. It's all good. I know. Anyway, that is what we have on the Wild Hunt. Do you have anything to add, my good man? I, I do not. I do not. All right. So you're good. I'm, <laughs> I'm awesome. Yeah, why don't you say that to the huntsman as he comes walking by, riding by. I'm awesome. Fine, then come join us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, James, welcome to your podcast, uh, Wild Hunt Dick Jody. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> don't you miss him? I don't understand that, but no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, if you're good or awesome. I'm good. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll we'll let you go, and hope you have a merry Yuletide. Yes. Thing. Yes. Whatever the fuck. Happy holidays, ha ha ha, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to y'all later. I'm James. I'm Jody. Bye. Bye. The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes. You know, I mean, this was somebody who saw it in front of him cross the road with a, 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 a sheep in its mouth. Uh, you know, it's... <laughs> what are you it's doing? Mutton. I mean, nothing. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was horrible. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the little. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome even less. <laughs> bah, that's a bad joke. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought they're funny, but if nobody laughs, I'm going to become very sheepish. <laughs> <laughs> no, stop. Stop, <laughs> stop ramming these jokes down my throat. <laughs> <sighs> uh, I guess it could have been worse. Could have been. I could have been trying to fleece you. <laughs> I'll just keep setting them up. <laughs> no, I'll just keep just knocking them down. Them down. <laughs> uh, <coughs> excuse me. Huh. Oh. There is no excuse for you. <laughs> Prick. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Getting back on target. Yeah. Stay on target. <laughs> Stay on target. Uh, Eat a dick, red leader. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't. So for some reason, I'm trying to now work Magic Moose into um, Elmer Fudd singing "Spear and Magic Helmet." <laughs> Spear and Magic Moose. Spear and Magic Moose. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the Magic Helmet. I want a Magic Moose. No shit. Dipper Gore is not going to come down on us for that one after everything else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, which, which, yeah. hey baby, you want to help me bring something back from the dead? <laughs> is that my Scottish? I don't know. Fuck it. I don't know. Ta, there we go. We'll get to, I, no, fuck. That, that, what the fuck was that? That was some like weird Ringo Bono. I'll, I'll get off my soapbox. I'll, I'll be horse. <laughs> Bad marriage. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>